Chimichurri is a classic vegetarian dish that can be made in about a thousand different ways. It can be served as either a main course or as a side dish with other curries, and it is really, really tasty. This version is made very quickly from scratch and still manages to have an intensely rich flavor. This is a fairly mild curry as far as my tastes go, but some may find it spicy. Now you know yourself better than I do, so put only as much chili in as you are comfortable with. If you like it really spicy, put more in. I suggest that if you're going to be serving this curry as a main dish that you serve it with naan bread or roti. Uh, I do make rice to have with it within the 30 minute window, but it is always nice to have a bit of bread with curry. Without further ado, I am Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And this is chickpea curry in 30 minutes or less. Okay, I started at kind of a weird time, but it doesn't really matter. Um, I actually started at 5.57, and the first thing I had to do was get the water on for the rice. So I measured out two cups of hot tap water, poured it into a medium-sized pot, and turned it on high. I added a pinch of salt to the water and then measured out one cup of rice and set it aside. Now, even though most rice is cooked in a similar way, there are often small differences that can have a big effect. Always read and follow the instructions for your specific brand of rice, as they may be different than mine. With the water on for the rice, it was time to get down to business with the onion. I actually had half a red onion in the fridge left over from something else, so I decided to use that to make the curry. You can just as easily use a white onion. For the onion, I diced it into fairly large pieces, then I peeled and chopped three cloves of garlic and set it all aside. Now, because I was cooking this kind of like a stir-fry, it was really important that all the ingredients were prepared and ready to go before I started cooking. With the onion and garlic prepped and set aside, it was time to cut a red bell pepper and a carrot. For the red pepper, I simply cut the sides off using my knife to follow the curves of the pepper to minimize cutting loss. Then I diced the pepper into pieces. The carrot I washed, left the peel on, and diced. Also, just as I started cutting the carrot, the water for the rice started to boil, so I put the rice in the water, gave it a quick stir, covered the pot, and turned the heat down to low. I set a 15-minute timer and went back to my vegetables. 6.03. The final vegetable I had to cut was one big tomato, which I diced. Right before I started cutting the tomato, I turned on my wok uh, on medium-high heat. This way, it would be nice and hot once I was done cutting the tomato and I could go right into cooking. To dice the tomato, I first cut it in half, then I made three horizontal slices, then three vertical slices. Finally, I cut across the slices I had made, giving me an evenly diced tomato. At 6.05, the wok was nice and hot. I added about two tablespoons of canola oil to it along with the onions and garlic. Now, in all honesty, I didn't mean to add the garlic in at the same time as the onions, but they had gotten all pushed together on my cutting board. I actually recommend that you cook the onions for a minute or two prior to adding the garlic in. My garlic didn't burn, but it was very close. I cooked the onion and the garlic for about two minutes, then added in my carrot. I would have preferred to cook the onions a bit longer. Like I said, my garlic almost burnt, so I added the carrots in. Cook that for a couple of minutes, then I added in the spices. Now when making a curry, it is important to cook the spices for a minute or two in the oil. 
This opens the spices and draws out their essential oils. This frying of the spices completely changes their flavor. This is partly what gives Indian food such depth of flavor. However, it is important that care is taken when frying the spices as they burn and turn bitter very quickly. One to two minutes is all that is needed. So I use two tablespoons yellow curry powder, one teaspoon coriander, one teaspoon cumin, one to two teaspoons chili flakes, a pinch of salt, and a few turns of pepper. With the spices now toasted, it was time to add in the tomatoes. Adding in the wet ingredients like tomatoes will stop the toasting slash frying process to the spices. This is crucial in preventing them from burning. I cooked the tomato for about two minutes, which helped to pull out a little bit of the natural sweetness. I also added in the bell pepper along with two teaspoons of grated ginger. Now, I generally keep my ginger in the freezer and then just grate it on a microplane when I want it. So I grated two teaspoons of frozen ginger right in on top of the tomatoes. Because the ginger is grated so fine, it only took a second to cook. 612. With all the vegetables and spices cooking away in the wok, it was time to add in the chickpeas, which I opened and drained quickly, then poured into the wok. I cooked the chickpeas for one minute before adding in one can of coconut milk. Brought this to a boil and then reduced the heat to medium to let the curry simmer. 6.17, the timer went off for the rice. I removed it from the burner, leaving the cover on the pot, and let the rice rest for another five minutes. This timing worked out perfectly with the curry. While I was waiting for the curry and rice to finish, I chopped up four green onions and two to three tablespoons of cilantro to use to finish my curry. I set these inside until the very last minute. 6.22, finishing touches. At 6.33, the rice, sorry, 6.22, the rice had rested and the curry was pretty much done. I fluffed the rice with a fork and put some in a bowl. I added the cilantro and green onion to the curry, tasted it, and noticed that the flavors were just a little flat. To fix this, I added a few squeezes of lemon juice along with a pinch of salt. That was all it took. I plated a scoop of the curry next to the rice and finished it with a few pieces of homemade chickpea roti. Dinner was ready. Conclusion. It goes without saying that this curry is quick to make. I mean, that's the whole point of these posts. But I can't stress how delicious and filling this is, and it makes amazing leftovers. There are all kinds of other vegetables you could add to this, like spinach and sweet potato, for example. You could add more protein by adding black beans, tofu, chicken, or even fish. Or, as I said in the beginning, you could serve this as a side dish with a few other curries. With a dish this good and quick to make, you just cannot lose. And that does it for today. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual where you can go and get the full written version of this podcast episode along with the full recipe for the curry. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope that you all had a fantastic weekend. I sure did. I'll be back tomorrow with another great episode of Food in 5. Have a great Monday.